Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged. Super excited you decided to join us. Before we jump into today's podcast, I'd like to give you a big I'd like to give a big shout to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the most user-friendly and easiest machine to use. Go over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's not only going to help you become a better basketball coach. It's not always going to, not only going to help you think about the things that you're doing, um, but it's a, it's a great community. It's a, of like-minded coaches, and let me help you. Let my 30-plus years of experience help you through the process to win more games in less time and save a lot of money along the way, to be honest with you. All right, let's head off to the podcast. It's better for kids. Yeah. The shot clock does not – the argument that we're getting them ready to play in college is ludicrous. Like, right. like 4% of them are going to play in college. Why are we right. getting ready? Exactly. And, and it's not really that big of a problem. Like, I put it on in practice. We would not – unless you make it a 30, it's not going to be an issue. So why are wow. we putting it in unless at the end of a game? Yeah. And, and we have the same problem. We have a hard enough problem playing fine. So I'm going to run the scoreboard properly. Yeah. yeah. These guys that are doing the games are accountants or they're, they're, they're real estate people that the, the officials don't have instant replay. Right. Like right. they can't tell if it hit the rim, it's going to be a judgment call at that. Correct. Point. Why would we put that on the officials? The officials don't want it and our ADs don't want it. No. So, and, yeah. and coach and right. To be honest with you, you know, you think about the college game. Well, if a, if a, if the men's and women's team have one person that does the 25 second or the whatever, right. one person, well, that's, that could be two games a week. Could have a men's home game one week and a women's home game. Well, not us because you got to play the JV with a shot clock, right? You're not just going to play. No, they were going to, they, so I, they were going to do it just at the varsity level in Wisconsin. And I wow. go, what are you talking about? Cause they right. didn't want the expense of having to get other gyms. Yeah. You can't you can't expect just to do it once. No, they're seniors or juniors or whatever. Right. That's not fair. 
No. No. It's just I don't know. I think it's I think it's the game trying to to do something that we don't necessarily need at this point. We need right. court wider or move the rim up or something bigger like that. It's amazing to me. It's it's so funny you said it's one of the big things I've often sort of marveled at that the court's not wider yet. It's it needs to be wider. It's I mean, this. God, it's I, too narrow. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Guys are guys are so dang big all over the court. Oh, yeah, we're in the biggest division of Wisconsin. I look at these guys, it's like someone's gonna get like this is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the thing is, um, um the uh they're moving the college line back now. Yeah. Which I think is a great thing. And they're, you know, I think it's this year in division one, and then the following year it's gonna be two and three. Yeah. Because we're giving them time to, to repaint the lines. Yep. Um that will be interesting when they – it will be at least 10 years for the high school. The high school line's too close, in my opinion. Right. But it's such a financial – can you imagine them moving that line back and painting every court in every gym well, in the country? I, you know, and you may, not, you, you may not see it all the time, but how many gyms are tight on the sideline at the high school level that if you move that line, you can't shoot a corner three? I know. I know oh. it's it, it, well, there's a business. If anybody's listening to this, there's your business is how to yeah. put on a, another line cheap, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. How can you transfer another line on as cheap as possible? For the well, team. you know, coach, it's something you know you sort of said there. Um, in, in, unless the college game, the biggest rule change to me in the NBA has been the defensive three seconds. Right. People don't understand how far if you're on the if the ball's on the wing and you have to be in the opposite outside the paint area as a defense, as the backside defense, right. That's a long way for you to try to get to come over and try to take a charge or wall up. Right. Or it. And that's, and you hear people say, well, they don't play defense in the NBA. Well, you don't understand the rules. Like, <laughs> they don't. And the funny thing, what's weird is that, that there's another push in our state to put the circle. I go, don't give the officials more things to worry about with the, no with the circle, you know, do you have three officials or two? Three. Yeah, we have three. So that was a great addition to the game. Yes. And the re here's here's the reason for that, in my opinion, is there was there's always someone in front of me to talk to. Yep. I don't have to scream at them. I don't yep. have to say. And I'm telling you, 85, 90 percent of the time, they'll say, "Steve, I missed it. Steve, yep. I saw this." I go, "Cool, done. Perfect. That's We're done. it. Yeah. We're done. Yep. That's all. That's all I want. I just want to know what you saw." Correct. You saw this. I saw that. We're going to agree to disagree. But the problem yeah. is when there was only two and I was trying to, trying to figure out what's going on, right. that's when all the, you know, yeah. stuff happened. Because you look like the screaming lunatic at somebody. Right. You're just trying to get someone's attention to say, what did you, what did you see? Yeah, his feet weren't set or what did you – yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I agree. That's, that, that's, the, that's the, the, the three thing was the smartest thing ever. Yeah. At least at the higher levels in high school because the bodies are just crazy. No doubt. What would you tell a young coach? You know, I think the hard part and the big catch-22 for young coaches is this. They believe they have to win to gain uh, respect with the parents and the kids. Right. Which shows they know their stuff. And the hard part is – what you really want to do is develop a day in day out process. Like how are we getting better and what are we focusing on to get better? Right. You know, I, you know, I still think, I think they're worried about losing their jobs. I think I try to oh. remember back to my twenties and thirties and I think I was always kind of like, Ooh, are they going to come after me? 
So my biggest thing with our coaches is this. Your record isn't going to make me fire you ever. Right. I, I will be in the gym. I, I want to see the process. We'll let it all play out. Show me that you're committed day in and day out to these kids. Right. And forget about what the result is. Don't worry about that. that if you're doing it right, the results will come. And I know at times that's, that's a challenge because kids' minds today are they're going they, every direction. It's Snapchat, so, baby. It's no instantaneous, doubt. yes. <laughs> and, it, and it could be a little bit, Coach. It's easier for us as older guys to come into a situation because we're, we're comfortable with what we know, what oh, we yeah. don't know. Yeah. You know, th- there's, that, there's that early sensation where you're still trying to prove – yourself right. not only as a coach i've told my wife this i said if i ever take another job if i move to florida and take a job yeah. it's like yeah. okay it's like what happens if i get fired i get fired it's like i know my stuff right it's cool i'm gonna do what's right by the kids you know right. you never know what the situation's gonna give you right so i um, think if i had to go back and say to a young coach figure out the fundamentals of the game because I, I know you think you know them, and I don't care how high up levels you've played, you don't know. I still don't know them. I swear to God, I still, I still, I'm still bobbled by how to teach a proper screen. It's been 30 years. It's like, oh, my God. It's like. So we bagged it, Coach. We bagged screens. Because I got sick and tired of getting called for moving screens all the time. Right. We went through a, we went through a season a couple years ago for the first six weeks. We refused to do any ball screens. And the only screens we would do – a lot out of the beeline stuff is the two guard, the diagonal screen, the screener type stuff, which. Right. That's what we do. Very difficult to go. I think it's the most difficult action to guard. If you know how to defend. Right. I think, I think one of the difficult actions to defend is, and I'm teaching my son, this is um, the back screen. Yeah. He's the three point shooter. I said, Drew, if you set back screens, you will be, what do you go? Do you, what do you mean? I go, they got to decide if they're going to defend the guy coming off the back screen. Yes. Or you pop it. Yep. You can go deep. Like he can shoot deep, like, yeah. like way deep. It's like, well, which one are they going to defend? Right. So, well, it goes, I never thought of that. I go, well, set some more back screens and you'll find out how open you are. Yeah. Or so, your I mean, teammate's going to get a layup. And, that, and that's similar, I guess. Well, I think we're on the same page. That's similar to the action I'm talking about in the beeline stuff. Yeah. Are the, the type of back screen actions and then getting a down screen off of it. There's just so much there that has to be guarded. And it irritates me when you watch a team figure it out. And they, didn't really, they don't even teach it. They don't even know what they're doing. They just got in the way almost, you know. Right. But teaching our guys that time to be, to be slow with it a little bit, set the stuff, let the next thing happen. Um, you know, and going back to the young coaches, I think it's important too, Coach, that you have a staff that you trust. I'm telling you, there's two days. I've said this a thousand times. Two days that make your season. The day you pick your team. Yeah. And the day you pick your staff. Yeah. Like I've had two staffs in 30 years, two staffs, like yeah. literally like now the problem with that is sometimes you get um, kind of pack mentality. We all start thinking away the like, but, right. but it, well, I keep bringing new people in and it's like, I always, yeah. I've said this, I don't know if you've heard me say it, but you need a Yoda, you need an older, I, I have someone that I went to his camp on my staff. Yeah. So yeah. I have a Yoda you need, yeah. you need the, um, like the, the graduate assistant guy will do all yeah. that stuff that, to be honest with you, I don't want to do anymore. Right. Just do that. Yeah. That's Nate. Nate's going to help you. Nate's going to do all that stuff for filling out the forms and stuff for you. Yeah. He's going to do. He's awesome at it. He's a great yeah. coach. That's what he's going to do. And then you need a guy that's going to question you all the time. Yeah. And I yeah. have one of those too. Yeah. All the time. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And I think what's important there too for young coaches is to give those coaches a voice. Right. Don't let them just stand there. Yeah. They've got to run segments. They've got to run drills. So I think I haven't run an offensive segment in like four years. John does it. I don't do. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't care. It's like he's yeah. good at it. Go do it. Like here you go. And 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 it gives ownership into the team mentality. And then when you do speak, you know. Now yes. all attention. You know, it's like I said, I would tell our coaches oftentimes, you know, there were various, various segments throughout a practice that I was literally the guy that stood underneath the hoop to make sure all the guys were off the end line. Mm -hmm. Like that was my job. That was my right. role. I would say, hey, my, hey, this is my job. I'm going to do my job the best I can right now. Right. Get off the end line, you know. Coaches out there talking, let them go through it. And I would often say, I have to own that bench, meaning those kids that aren't playing, they're my responsibility. The assistant coaches, you focus on what's going on out there. I, I get that. I get their attention anytime I want to. Right. I got to make sure these guys sitting here who are getting six minutes, four minutes, two minutes, where is their mind? You know, right. how are they operating? And, I've started, you know what I started doing is I started videotaping the bench. So we break down bench, we, we break down bench conduct during the game. Awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's not just about those five, those five yeah. are easy. Right. Like we can say that guy's not setting that screen. What are you doing? Like, are you ready? Then, then we'll we'll go. We'll break it down, and I'll circle. It's like a, you don't look like you're ready to go in the game. Maybe right. that's why you went in and missed your first two threes. Yeah. Blah blah blah. blah. I think it's yeah. so. It, it takes an extra an extra camera to do it, but it it's definitely worth it. Now, do you guys use um, huddle? We do use huddle, and okay. my co and we just got um, I don't know. He bought something through NFSH that's like an eye in the sky that follows so, the ball. Did you buy? Did you buy the Pixel Lot system? Yes. Okay, so I had bought, I bought the Pixelot system. Actually, I didn't buy it at Oxbridge. I won it. So I've been mm -hmm. trying to get it approved, and the business office was just sort of, well, Pat, you know, I don't know. Can we wait on this? I go to a meeting in Windedank thing. I said, listen, there's nothing stopping me now. So then when I got to Windermere Prep to take this job, the first thing we did was I bought a huddle camera for the gym. Okay. So what I'm leading up to is um, – I'm, we're working on a, these games should all be filmed live. That's awesome. And then you guys should be, I've got to figure out how to make it so that when the game's over, you can just put that into your huddle. Yeah. I wonder if you're going to have to share it and then we I, download it and just upload it. I mean, that's like, as long as there's Wi-Fi, it's not a big yeah, deal. We'll have to figure that out. So that was one of yeah. the things we wanted to make sure. And again, from our coaches, it's it's fantastic you know oh, it's, it's just awesome i'm it's, yeah we, we, we got it last year and we still taped because i didn't trust it <laughs> it's like oh i'm like that old guy that doesn't i won't get in the automobile i'm gonna take my horse i don't you know i just <laughs> it's like i got like tape is like see yeah. i'm old school yeah i've watched more tape than any human being should i, I was old vcr guy two yeah. two decks you know slow my my i don't I'm telling you, huddle, huddle and crossovers saved my marriage because the amount of time I would break tape down yep. and stats and all that stuff, I don't even oh. – I mean, oh, it's horror. It was horror. I mean, but it taught yeah. me. It taught me a lot about the game. Yeah. That's no what doubt. Young, you know, going back to the tape, there's no doubt. Because I was a tape guy too, VCR. Right. And you would sit there and it would be pause and you'd, you'd chart the stats yourself. Right. Six o'clock every morning after a game, five o'clock, whatever time I knew I needed to get in before school started to shot, shot charge, possession, whatever I, you know, and you think about it, uh, I almost felt like when we got into the huddle world that I was, I was cheating. 
Right. Like, I had a process. Well, like, I, the, here's the issue is I had an advantage. That's what takes me off. I had an yeah. advantage because I outworked you. Like, right. I had more tape than you did. Now they got all the, it's like, <laughs> it's like now I got to find it. I remember sitting after my first season, my only losing season, we were 7-14. I would never forget this. And I'm sitting there with one of my assistants who ended up being the principal at the school. And I go, I can't do this. I can't do this again. I can't go through. And then we, we literally on the bus ride home, it's like a two hour bus. He goes, he goes, you can outscout people, Steve. You can outscout them. This was 30, 25 years ago. There's things that you can do to help your team. Yeah. That no one else will be willing to do. That's where you got to start. And then we talked about the youth program and all that stuff. Yeah. You can outscout people. And I go, ooh, I can. You know, I can spend more time watching film. Yeah. And know exactly what you're going to do before you do. Um, yeah. Now it's like it's, it's almost cheating how easy. So how about this? How about this, coach? In Florida? You can't film the opposing team's game. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Like, we'll be playing a game, and I go, okay, who's here? Who's there? Who's there? Illegal. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'm going to do a big shout-out to our two other podcasts, High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig. Um, I do talk about them often, but I don't give them a spotlight. They are great. High School Hoops Talks Weekly, we talk about kind of what you're going through. Like, we've been doing a lot of um, COVID right now because that's where we are, and and what happened with that, how we're reacting to it. And teacher side gig is teachers kind of looking at themselves and how they can make a little extra money on the side. And uh, yeah, it's just me giving back to a little bit to, to all the teachers out there that I know have to do that. So um, also subscribe and like this podcast and go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, let's head back to the podcast. There's teams, varsity teams, that'll win state championships in Florida who don't even film their game. Oh my God, I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I mean, literally like, I don't know what I would do. I might hire a, I might hire a business to go out and tape for me. If I lived in Florida, I swear to God, it's like, what are they going to do? Johnny's dad's going over there. To, I mean, but that's the funny part though. In today's day and age, when everyone has their phone or iPad and their phone, you could hire a kid to go to the game, go to the game, take your phone out and tape it for you. I'll give you 50 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Do that in a second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you're basically telling them that's what's wrong with the rule because we live right. in a world where everybody videotapes everything. You should be able to have access to all of it. I, I couldn't agree more. I don't know. That's just wow. I, wow. Where else were we? We were in. We were some playing somebody. We couldn't get any film on. No one would. No one. You couldn't tape. It's <laughs> like I think it's. I, I. I. I have no problem sharing tape. It's like let's let's. I. I want my guys to be prepared. Your guys to be prepared. Right. What do you think the hardest thing to teach it? I don't think it's necessarily a skill. I think it's the day in, day out process of getting better. I'm going to tell you a funny story, Coach. So I'm always a big believer in catching the ball with two hands. Again, old school, Western PA mindset. So I had a freshman a couple years ago. And every time we'd go through a drill or something, he would catch it with and do this. So finally – and I would scream out every time, catch ball with two hands, catch ball with two hands. We get to right before the postseason starts that year, and I said, that's it. I pull the kid out of practice, and him and I now are on the sideline throwing the ball back and forth. And I said, we need to catch the ball with two hands. If you want to be a player, right. you need to learn how to catch the ball with two hands. I'm throwing him chest passes. But again, he's going like this. And I said, son, what's the problem here? I need you to catch it. with." He says, coach, quit yelling at me. I am. And I stopped for a second. I went, at the same time, he went, oh. 
and hit me. And I, I apologize to you. I, I did a horrible job coaching you. Yes, I didn't I, teach you. Yeah. I didn't teach you right. Yeah. How would yeah. I think you weren't, you meant this. I, I thought, to me, it sounded pretty self-explanatory. Catch a ball with two hands. And right. his, he was catching it with two right. hands. Well, it's a, it's the whole demonstrate thing. You got to dem. I mean, I swear you got to demonstrate. I, I personally think shooting, it's not what it was. Yeah. Because if you look at the analytics, it's all threes and lamps. No doubt. It's all so threes the, and lamps. The, the mid-range game's gone. It's, yeah. Uh, it's over. So it's and funny. I don't know what you can do to it other than maybe move the line back. I don't know if you can – I don't know what can change that. It's just right. – I think the mid-range being gone has affected the game a lot. It definitely has. You know, because I think it's affected uh, how pick and roll is done. I think it's affected how much the game's played inside out. Because I just got done talking to our coach about it because we were back and forth about front and the post and all this. And I said, Coach, why why are you worried about it? Someone's going to roll the ball in there once or twice a game, wall them up, move on. They're I not to worry about, like, we're, we're, we're fighting in ours, like, how do we want to handle screens? Like, yeah. it's like, okay, well, so I finally said, okay, Here's what we're going to do all the time. And then we're going to adjust to our opponents. Now, when we come down there, we won't know our opponents as well. But everybody else we play, we know. Yeah. Exactly what they're going to do. We'll have tape on them. I said, then if we need to hedge, we'll do that for this team. If we need to switch for this team, we can spend two or three days. We can teach them that. And then we'll do it for that game. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, you know, yes. It's like always doing this, always doing that. I don't have them. I have them for, I don't have them on the off season. I don't, I can't. I'm not like Bayline. I mean, I can't teach all that stuff. That's the problem. Right. And, and I think that's sort of where we got into, uh, you know, drilling the heck out of sideline, baseline. Right. It was easy. We, we've, I've been at really every school I've been at as a basketball coach was a football school. So right. I just really adopted the football mindset of not allowing kids to score. And we'll just figure out how to get the ball in the hoop at the other end. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're well, that's the only reason we were competitive last year. The last couple of years, we haven't just haven't had the, the guys. But yeah. we were competitive because we could defend people. Like, yeah. we could stop you. Yeah. We might not score. Right. The reason we didn't make it to the state tournaments because we couldn't. We had a stretch where we couldn't score. Yeah. Okay, I can live right. with that. I mean, it's, it is what it is. But um, so it's funny, you know, Coach, one of my big pet peeves is, is I've gotten down to Florida and, and gone to the coaching world down here has been the, these kids, and, and this is amazing to me just from my background, because I thought the kids in Western PA – they know how to play basketball. They right. may not be the best basketball player. They know how to play the game, right? These kids here will spend eight hours in the gym working on their game. And I'll always tell them, you've wasted seven hours and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because you really need 45 minutes of a focused workout. And they, they get lost in, you know, coach, I was in the gym for four hours. What'd you do for four hours, you know? I know. It's Work crazy. Out. It's crazy. My son, had, my son didn't play me. He, he's got some colleges looking at him and stuff. He didn't play AAU the last two years. And I said, and I said, or travel, I go, Drew, there's no reason for you to do that. Right. If you want to play for me, and if you ever want to play at the next level, we need to get in the gym in the summer and in the spring. And we need yeah. to work on your ball handling. We need to work on your shooting. We need to work on your strength. Because now I'll say, I, I, and I said to him, if you want to go hang out with your friends and you <laughs> right. go to Iowa and play seven games in a day, we can do that. Yeah. But that's not making you a better player. Correct. If, that's yeah. If you're one of those guys like Jalen Johnson, who is at IMG, was in our league. He's a top five in the 2020 class. Legit kid, probably yeah. lottery in my opinion. He needs a summer. 
He yes. needs AU. He needs to go against those guys. You don't. You know, you got to go play against your friends and play. But that's what that's what's crazy about the game now. I think. And coach, I think that's what I'd like to sort of drive home in this little in the conversation we're having. You know, 25 years ago when AAU started, it was the top 100 players going at it. Everybody right. was with their high school teams in the summer, learning how to play with it. You know, whatever the coach was teaching, uh, and, and we have totally lost the vision of what the whole travel ball world is. As I've often said, if you want to – one of the things besides going back to that model, that, that the travel stuff is, is from June to July. And it, hammered into that period. There's not these year-long programs that were just – what are we doing? You know, it's, it's money. money. It's no 100% money. It's money-driven. Money it's shoe-driven. Right. It's all this. Yeah. The problem is, like I said, in Wisconsin – Wisconsin's had some legit players in the last yeah. 10, 20 years. Like Hero is like, I might be rookie of the year in the NBA, in my opinion. He yeah. can play. And yeah. he can even go to Wisconsin. He can play. Yeah. Anyway, we've got we've got those kids. Yeah. We have a very small piece of those kids. The rest of them, I just don't I don't understand. They're they're, they're chasing a dream that they're being sold. It's like it's a like a bait and switch. It's You're right. that's what bothers me. You're right. Um, and again, for us, you know, we would spend, I'm a big believer in, and we did shoot a lot of practice. So we did a lot of shooting stuff at practice. I just, it's funny as, as you've heard my philosophy, it's a defensive mindset, but I just, we just shot the heck out of the ball practice. I thought it was good to teach it and drill it. It's a skill that's lost in, for young coaches. It's been really hard in my career because I'm thinking, oh, we got to work on this. We, yeah. I literally, I'm on top of my practice plan now. I say that we, you know, like 25, we got to get shots up. It's, no it's that skill that's lost. Like if you if you don't, it's it's kind of like um hitting a curveball. If you don't consistently see balls coming at you, yep. you won't hit it. If you I'm telling my son, I said you got three days. If you take more than three days off, your shot's gonna go. Yep. <laughs> because it's just a repetition thing. It's repetition. just that you no, know, yeah. And coach, sometimes as we get older in this game as coaches, you forget what the mindset of a 15 year old kid is. Right. Their defense gets a lot better when they see the ball go through the hoop on offense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, so we're at practice the one day it's a couple of years ago, and we've all, we've been blessed obviously with a lot of former pros in the area down in West Palm that would come out right. to just be around our program. We're in the gym, and Tayshawn Prince, who played at Kentucky, was was knew one of our assistants. He said, "Hey, you guys are on half court takes. We're we're in a game prep mode." He said, "Do you mind if I come in and get some shots up?" on the other end at the end of your practice. I said, no, it's not a problem. So we'd been, we had a young team, a bunch of young, we started three freshmen that year who were learning the game and um, great athletes. And we would always do the five spots of shooting. Like I was something that we were going to drive home. We were, we were going to be, you know, left, right into your shot, one dribble, pull up, simplify the game. And they would fight it all the time just because that's the natural 15 year old right. kid. And uh, they wanted to bounce it 87 times. And we, you know, the, don't even get me started on the trainers are teaching all right. that dribbling stuff before, like. So 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 how about this? Tayshawn's at the other end by himself because he was just there with the ball. He didn't pull a gun out. He was just shooting. He goes right to the five spots and he's doing all the same stuff at the five spots. And our our kids are starting to look down and go, Coach, look what look what Tayshawn Prince. I said, Yeah, guys, that's called basketball. That, that's right. what that's what players do. Right. The ones who you know. The best of the best have a have a go-to move and a counter. That's it. 
Right. My best point guard that I ever coached had a move and a counter. That's all he had. And he's he's quick as hell. Yeah. Yeah, those two things. That's all you need, a move and a counter move. All this other stuff that people are doing, don't need it. It's a shame, you know, and it's it's hard. It is so hard to watch at times the game when it gets into that. Uh, It's a turnover. What I say, it's a turnover waiting to happen. No doubt. the damn ball so much. No doubt. So let's talk about the tournament. Let's talk yep. about the tournament. Go ahead yep. and, and, and tell people about it. So the Rock Holiday Classic, it's, this is my first year with it uh, at Windermere. It's, I, they've definitely been doing, I want to say it's at least eight years, nine yeah, years. Yeah, seven or eight at least. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking about, and what I like about it is, we're talking, this, is this is seven of the you know, very good programs around the country. I mean, right. And Windermere Preps is the eight, but I mean, we, obviously it's a local, as, as the local team. But Right. Uh, when I saw the list of some of those teams and the diversity of those teams and their style of plays, that uh, it's definitely going to be an exciting three days there. Uh, you know, with Sunday being off for the for everyone to sort of enjoy, right? Disney, which is right around the corner, and uh, just to see good basketball played. I mean, we also have a girls' tournament that goes with it. Uh, again, I know it's the first time my girl, the girls have gone. We got we got a couple legit. We got at least two Division One girls, and it's like. He goes, coach came up to me in the hallway. He goes, oh, I looked at our first round. And then I looked at our second round. I go, well, okay. <laughs> You're not going to these things and have to be pushed. You want to right. be pushed. I yeah. said, don't worry about it's what we were talking about before. I'm not worried. I mean, I want to win it. But I'm also going down there because I get them by myself for five, yeah. six. It, it's basically a retreat. All these yeah. tournaments I've gone to, you know, gone to Myrtle Beach, gone all this stuff. It's about me getting them with me for five or six days which is awesome yeah that's the best part about these tournaments and and here's the here's the second best part coach for you um that you know it took me a long time to get used to down here i'd walk out of a practice in january 15th (laughs) out of the gym in a pair of shorts and a right right outside hop in the car and head home for the day you know as i'm past the palm trees and it's think- dark and dark when I leave. It's like, it's dark when I go to school and it's dark when I come home and it's cold. That's basically, yeah. It's, you know, and it's the wind. People ask me all the time, you know, what, what, what don't you miss about PA? The wind. And I know the Wisconsin area. I mean, I can only imagine coming off those buses with the windshield and just, it just smacks you right in the it's face. Like, well, last year we met, we didn't have school for four or five days because it was too cold. Oh, wow. Like, cold days like i i went outside and threw boiling water up and it froze before it hit the ground it's crazy now, are, you, are you allowed to practice or no we can't yeah we used to be able to but now they now they don't yeah. let i mean in the old days we used to be able to but so now think like, about this how about how funny is this just to you know i know you you've coached in wisconsin for a long time you know going into your season every year in in you're not you know it's not on a schedule somewhere but a game's going to get snowed out. School's going to get canceled. You could have three days off. You come down here to Florida, and that's never a problem. Right. You're going to play every game. You're going to practice every practice. I know. Uh, it's so different. I mean, it's those little things, right, that you think. And you don't, I don't have any control over it. It's no like control. no control over it. So it's like it used to bother me more. Now it doesn't. Like, what am I going to do about it? Like, no doubt. I'm going to stay home and watch some tape and those <laughs> kind of things. Um, all right, so any parting words for the listeners? No, I, I tell you what, this is, uh, you know, I really appreciate to having me on and talking. I feel like, this is awesome. uh, you know, to hear, hear, hear coaches talk about 
again, the next generation of coach that we're trying to, to help. Coasters. That's who's listening to this. I mean, I, before I talked to you, I just got off a coach that's, you know, he's got his first game tomorrow. He's coaching like seventh graders. It was like, it's like, he goes, he's worried about how to deal with the parents and all, all the stuff that you and I dealt with a long time ago. I go, have a parent meeting. It will yeah. be okay. You know, a lot of the questions you're asking me will not be the questions in 24 hours. <laughs> because <laughs> once you, once you throw them in and it's like, whoa, it's like, you yeah. don't know what's going on. And, and again, though, I think it's funny. I think if that, that last thought for young coaches is figure out a way to enjoy your process. Yep. That, that's a struggle I often had, you know, when, when, as the longer I got into coaching, the wins, I, I, they weren't enjoyable because it was worried about the next game and the losses just ruined the whole house. Yep. And again, it's, a, it's about the journey. That's what I tell people. Yeah. It's about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the yeah. journey. It's like what yeah. we were talking about before. Well, coach, thank you. Thank I you. Appreciate you being on. Yeah, we're uh, looking forward to seeing you here over the holidays. And uh, yep, wish I'm going to try to get this up before we come down for sure. Good deal, Coach. Appreciate right. it. Yep. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.